Hi, and welcome to the Horizon Church podcast. Horizon Church is a Christ-centred, Word-based and Spirit-led church. We are so happy to bring this week's message to you. And on behalf of our pastors, Brad and Ali Bonhomme and the Horizon Church team, we pray it's a blessing to you. Well, hello, Horizon Church, all the way from Melbourne. (laughs) Happy Father's Day to all the dads in the house. It is a bit of a different Father's Day, isn't it? But I just pray that you get encouraged by the Word of God today. And uh, I just really feel to give you a word of encouragement this morning. I don't know about you, but we need a lot of encouragement in this season. And we're in lockdown, no doubt, like you are. And, uh, you know, you can never get enough encouragement. And so today it's a word that just wants to feed your soul this morning. You know, Hebrews talks about uh, encourage each one other daily as long as it is called today. Well, today it's called today. And so we're just being obedient to the Word of God. And so I want to encourage you this morning. You know, one of the words that you hear a lot about in this season is the word Zoom. And uh, the word Zoom has brought a whole new meaning in lockdown, which I find is really funny. You know, I hear people, I was in meetings last week with a number of different things that I sit on and we're Zooming in and we're Zooming here, we're Zooming in there, which is really hilarious because I'm just sitting in my study, which I have been for the last few months, and I'm not Zooming anywhere. So Zoom has kind of taken on a different meaning But there is another Zooming I want to talk to you about this morning, and I believe it's a Zooming that just creates fatigue in our lives. I think one of the big challenges uh, over this season of COVID is how to actually deal with fatigue and emotional fatigue, uh, mental fatigue. Uh, There's a whole bunch of fatigue that people are dealing with right now, Zoom fatigue. But there is a fatigue that I want to talk to you about today that I think is really important for us to identify and learn how we can get out of it. And I think one of the things that we often do in seasons like this is that we zoom too much in on the things that discourage us. I think one of the big things that creates fatigue is when we're constantly zooming in. In other words, we're always zooming in to the issues that worry us. So we're always zooming in to the problems that we face. You know, one of the things I've realized in this lockdown is there's been a lot of zooming in into the problems and the issues and dissecting what's going on. Zooming into our fears that actually create discouragement in our lives. You know, Jesus just speaks about the dangers of spending your life and energy zooming in. He says this in Matthew chapter 7, verse 3. He says, why worry about the speck in your friend's eye? In other words, why are you zooming in so carefully when you have a log in your own eye? Look at the Old Testament example of Samuel when it comes to King Saul, who God had anointed, who God had ordained as the first king of Israel. And yet Samuel, Saul was so consumed of zooming in into his insecurities that he actually missed the bigger picture of what God was doing. Look what it says in 1 Samuel 15 verse 17. And Samuel told him, although you may think little of yourself, are you not the leaders of the tribes of Israel? There's no doubt here that King Saul was zooming into his own insecurities, zooming into his own issues, zooming in to all these things. And that zooming in created fatigue and bad decision making that in reality really did wreck Saul's mandate as a king. You know, I saw this the other day that I thought was quite hilarious. And it's kind of the dangers of of what happened to us when we zoom in too much. And I call it the mystery of the headless iguana. 
and animal welfare officials in Krakow, Poland, we can have that photo up, responded to reports of a mysterious creature hanging in a tree. This mysterious headless beast was reported to authorities and people were reportedly not opening their windows because they were so afraid to go out of their house. The Krakow Animal Welfare Society posted to Facebook saying the report was genuine and the person who called them was hysterical talking about the headless creature which they saw lurking in a tree for two days. The woman who called the authorities had suspected it was probably an iguana who had no head. The animal welfare officials didn't think it could be a reptile because they can't cope well within the weather of Poland. So there was an investigation that took place. One of nature's great mysteries, maybe even a new species of headless creatures. But upon arriving at the site, they discovered that the mysterious headless iguana was in fact a croissant wedged between the tree branches. I mean, number one, who would have ever thought of putting a croissant in a tree branch? And number two, to arrive at all of these conclusions when it was really something that we love to munch on, a beautiful croissant. <laughs> the point is this, it's amazing what happens when we just zoom in too much and allow fear to get out of control. When we allow our lives to be controlled by the minutia, the small things that are in, inconsequential to our future, or the plans that God has for our life. And so I thought it'd be good this morning not to zoom in, but to zoom out. This Father's Day, just to focus on our Heavenly Father and the, the good things that He's made available to us. Let's not zoom in on the issues and the problems, but let's zoom out this morning. Let's get a bigger perspective of what God is actually doing in our lives. You know, when I think about this, I think about the Apostle Paul. And Paul had a different mindset when it came to this in Philippians chapter 4. And Paul here is talking about all the stuff that he'd gone through. And what I love is what makes his perspective so different. And Paul went through pain and Paul went through difficulty. And there's a number of times in the New Testament scriptures where talk, Paul talks about the challenges that he went through. But Paul comes to a different conclusion that has been the result of not zooming in, but actually zooming out. And so today, let's just zoom out for a few moments. Look what he says in Philippians chapter 4, verse 11 to 13. Again, he's summarizing some of the events of his life. And he says, not that I was ever in need, for I have learned how to be content with whatever I have. Verse 12, I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. I've learned the secret of living in every situation. Don't you love that horizon? I've learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it is with a full stomach or empty, with plenty or little, for I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. Paul says, I've learned this. In other words, it didn't come naturally. I've learned to come to this conclusion. It took a while with the situations that I face, people that have let me down, circumstances that have come against me. I've, I've, I've had to live with fear. I've had to live with uncertainty. Think about what he says in 2 Corinthians chapter 11. He says he's worked harder. He's been in prison more often. He's been whipped without number. He's faced, faced death again and again. He's been beaten with, stone, with rods and he's been stoned. 
He talks about three times he was shipwrecked. You know, once is enough for anyone. If that happened to us, we would have gone, I'm in the wrong profession. You know, God hasn't called me to do this. But Paul wasn't just shipwrecked once, but three times. He talks about the sleepless nights of facing danger with thieves. In Corinthians, he talks about, Second Corinthians, he talks about he's pushed well beyond his ability to endure. And this is his point after all of his trials and after all of his hardships and after all the things that have gone wrong and maybe his dreams and aspirations and goals, put them all together, his whole life experiences. He says, this is the place that I've arrived at. I have zoomed out and come to a certain conclusion. And the problem with us is we often zoom in too much and we build a whole theology on one issue or one problem or one difficulty that we face. But Paul is wiser. Paul says, I've zoomed out and I've put all of these collective things together and I've come to the conclusion. And this is my conclusion is that I've arrived at a place of great contentment because I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. Church, what a phenomenal conclusion. What an incredible destination that after all the things that he's achieved and after all the difficulties that he's gone through, he's arrived at this conclusion of incredible contentment because he's not relying on his own strength. He's not relying on his own ability, but he understands the revelation that he can do all things through Christ who gives him strength. Think about it today as you zoom out of your life. What a great opportunity in Father's Day just to zoom out, to get a bigger perspective. What is the destination of all you're doing? The good, the bad, the challenges? Think about it. Where, where is all this, all of your life achievements, where are they going to land? Where are you going to land after all of these things that you've done and your goals and your purposes, your challenges, your difficulties, your hardships, your disappointments? Maybe personally, your ministry, your ministry goals, aspirations. What is the end goal? For Paul, it wasn't what we thought it would be. It was a realisation that God was outworking his purpose in the Apostle Paul's life. Paul makes an interesting statement as he's talking about this to the church. He said, I was never in need. He says, I was never in need, which is really interesting because Paul was in need a number of times in his ministry. There are times that he's asking for certain things. He's asking for people to come and encourage him. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 9, he's asking Timothy to come to him quickly. And he's asking Timothy to bring Mark along as well, just to support him and encouraging him. In chapter 1 of the same book, speaking about how once Sephorus has refreshed him in jail. The, the word need there is the word that means poverty. And, and I just don't believe that he was talking about external poverty. I believe he was talking about internal poverty. A, a poverty of spirit, a poverty of mind, a poverty of heart, a poverty of unfulfillment. And Paul was saying that he had never, ever experienced that type of poverty. Paul never knew those types of poverty. He was always in a place of incredible contentment. You know, I do believe the number one goal of humanity that has always existed 
It's not the goal of riches or the goal of success or fame, but it's simply the goal of internal fulfilment. And Paul says he has a different way. Contentment because of the indwelling of Jesus Christ in his life. And this is the purpose of this passage, church, to remind us again that God dwells within us. That as we zoom out and not get locked into one issue and one problem and one frustration, and as we zoom out, out of all of our life experiences collectively together, there is one common thread. There is one common strength that resides in all of us. And that is Jesus Christ who dwells within us. Paul says that Christ who gives him strength. So the reason we don't need to live in a poverty of spirit or a poverty of mind or a poverty of heart is because Jesus lives within us. The indwelling of Jesus is the very thing. And I want to encourage you in this season, don't underestimate that indwelling. Don't ever discount that indwelling of Christ in you, that He made His home in you when you surrendered your life to Him. That indwelling in the the Apostle Paul, think about this. The strength of that indwelling, that indwelling of Jesus in the Apostle Paul, it took him through shipwrecks. It made him survive beatings and stonings and unjust trials and lonely nights. That indwelling carried him through some of the harshest, most challenging environments we would ever read about in the Word of God. Don't ever, church, discount that indwelling. It can carry you through things so much greater than what you could ever cope in your own strength. And Paul himself acknowledges that there's nothing good in him of himself. He comes to his own conclusion that Jesus Christ in him, this treasure in earthen vessels is his sustenance and power. And I want to encourage you this morning, it's not something that you can strive for. It's not something that you need to work for. Jesus comes to you and I, and He offers us His help. I like the way the Message Bible puts the words of Jesus in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 to 30. It says, are you tired, worn out, burn out on religion? Come to me, get away with me and you will recover your life. I will show you how to take real rest, Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you will learn to live freely and lightly. I don't know about you, but in this season, I want to learn to live freely and lightly. I want to understand the rhythms of grace that God has got for me. I want to understand where God has taken me. And it all comes back down to this indwelling of Jesus in me. Look what Paul says to the Colossians in Colossians chapter 1, verse 26 to 28. This mystery of Christ dwelling with us has been kept in the dark for a long time, but now it's out in the open. God wanted everyone, not just the Jews, to know this rich and glorious secret inside and out. Regardless of their background, regardless of their religious standing, the mystery in a nutshell is just this. Christ in you. Therefore, you can look forward to sharing in God's glory. It's that simple. Don't don't you think we make Christianity so hard? We make it so complicated that it's about this and that. No, it's about Jesus Christ dwelling in us. That's the substance of our message. We preach Christ, warning people not to add to the message. 
We teach in a spirit of profound common sense so that we can bring each person to maturity. To, mature, to be mature is to be basic. Christ, no more, no less. That's why I'm working hard at day after day, year after year, doing my best with the energy God so generously gives me. Christ in you. Listen, it's not an emotional disposition that comes and goes. It's not a psychological idea when you're mentally strong. But it's a supernatural thing that God did. Christ in you, the hope of glory. And as Paul says, it's the substance of our message. There is not, we are nothing without this fundamental truth. To be mature is to be basic. The basic truth that Christ is in you. And it's the revelation and the understanding that drives the Apostle Paul. Can I encourage you this morning, don't zoom in. <laughs> zoom in on the frustration and zoom in on the issue and zoom in on the numbers and zoom in on the future. Zoom out. Be reminded again, Christ in you, the hope of glory. That's our message. It's basic. It's simple. But it's the strength of our message. It's who we are. And as Christ dwells within us, we understand that that indwelling has the power to take us through whatever challenges this world may throw out against us. Jesus is doing a profound work in you. He's working in you to produce something of greater value. And you know, maybe you're watching today and you've never experienced that reality. Maybe you can't say, as you're watching today, that Christ actually dwells within you, that you've actually given your life to Him, that there was a day that you crossed over from darkness to light, that there was a revelation that you understood that you couldn't do this life on your own. I'm going to lead you in a prayer today. And today, if you want to know Jesus as your Lord and Saviour, if you want to know Him personally today, if you want to know Him today and surrender your life to Him, then I'm going to lead you in a prayer. It's a prayer for you to find God for yourself. And so I want you to, as you're watching this and maybe at home, you've got a cup of coffee in your hand, I want you to repeat this prayer after me. It's a prayer of inviting Jesus Christ into your life. Say, Dear Jesus, I believe in you. Come into my heart and be my saviour. I receive your forgiveness, love and complete acceptance. I'm now set free from my past. I'm now a child of God. Amen. Today, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, God has done a profound work in you. Christ dwells within you, the hope of glory. And you know, the prayer that you just prayed is not the end of your journey with God, but it's the beginning of your journey with God. And I want to encourage you to make contact with Horizon Church. They'd love to be able to talk to you about what those next steps may actually mean for you. But it's so exciting that today in this season of lockdown, we are reminded again that the great hope of glory, God rests within us. What a wonderful promise of God. And again, this Father's Day, let's not focus on zooming in on all the frustration. There's many reasons why we could zoom in, but come on, let's zoom out and be reminded again of the goodness of God and the faithfulness of God and the strength of God in our lives today. Can I pray for you today? Can I just pray that the Holy Spirit today would just again stir your faith in this area. Be reminded again that greater is He that is in you than he that is in the world. Today you've got the hope of glory, Christ within you. And maybe right now you need strength. Maybe today, right now, maybe you're facing a, a, a challenge of health. Maybe today you're facing a challenge when it comes to maybe there's an issue in your business right now. So many people are going through so many difficult seasons. Can I pray in this season of difficulty that God will give you the strength and the resilience 
Father God, I pray for people right now. God, people that are dealing with the just significant moments in their life. I pray, Holy Spirit, that once again, that you would come with your peace. Your peace that surpasses all understanding. Come with your confidence again, Holy Spirit, that you're with us again. God, I pray that you'd help them. Father God, I pray for your healing and your power and your presence to touch every home. God, I pray if we need wisdom, God, I pray you'd give us wisdom. God, if we need healing, Holy Spirit, I pray that you'd come and heal us today. God, whatever we need, God, I thank you that we can call to you this morning and we pray for your breakthrough today in your wonderful name. Amen. Amen. Love you, Horizon. I, I wish I could be with you in person. Obviously, I can't. But maybe the day will come that we'll meet together again. Have a wonderful rest of the day. Happy Father's Day again. Enjoy your day. God bless. Thanks for listening to this week's message. For more info about Horizon Church, please visit our website at hz.church. Have a fantastic day and we hope to see you again soon.